0: Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Today we're going to be talking about Israel in Bible prophecy and also the modern prophets. So let's first of all talk about the importance of Israel. Israel is what you look to. It's Israel is the time clock. If you want to know what's going on as far as God is concerned, we look to Israel. Now specifically, in general, the prophets say that there's going to be a great war. World War Three, I believe. And this war is going to cause Israel to get back all of the land. She will emerge World War III, the great victor, all of the land. That will be from the Nile all the way up to the Euphrates and probably including most, if not all, of Saudi Arabia as well. So let's get right to it. This is the reason Israel is in the news. This is the reason Israel is in the news. Headline. House approves two-state resolution in implicit rebuke of Trump. Dated 12-6-19. The House on Friday approved a resolution supporting a two-state solution, that means they want to split Israel, to the Israeli-Palestinian and Palestinian conflict, recording opposition to any peace plan put forth by the Trump administration that doesn't expressly call for an independent Palestinian state living side-by-side side with the Jewish state of Israel. Okay, what's that saying? That's saying that they want the Palestinians, to be given land. That's saying that they want to split Jerusalem. That's saying they want to split Israel. And if we split Israel, then God splits us. Let's go on. Only five Republicans backed the measure in the 226 to 183 vote, though 11 GOP lawmakers had joined a bipartisan amendment reaffirming U.S. commitments to provide military aid to Israel that was added to the bill. The resolution follows criticism by the Democrats of several moves by the Trump administration that they said endangered the two-state solution, including moving the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem, recognizing Israel's sovereignty over the Golan Heights, and cutting the majority of USA to the Palestinians. So what they're saying is, because Trump is supporting Israel so much, they are going to come out in the exact opposite. Final paragraph to read is: Last month, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo announced that the U.S. would not recognize Israel's settlements as illegal. In other words, they can build in this area that they don't want them to build. Under international law, a rebuke of the Obama administration's decision to refrain from using veto power on UN Security Council Resolution two three three four that called the settlements illegal. In other words. What the Congress, and this is specifically the House, is trying to say is, we want a two-state solution. We want to split Israel. And if we split Israel, God will split us, and I'm not going into all of those prophecies saying that. Instead, I'm going to talk about what the prophets do say. Now, in my opinion, the most reliable prophecies on the earth is found in the King James Bible. Number two in terms of the beating hearts alive right now today, would be my wife. I trust her more than anybody else alive on this planet to hear from God. And this one, this one is called Air Fat in the Hospital. Now, most of the time, I just summarize this one. However, today, I'm going to go through it word for word. She said, I dreamt and I saw Mary Jean Stevens at a meeting. Mary Jean is Hayseed Stephen's wife, and Hayseed is the man that God told the largest oil field in the world is located at the southwest end of the Dead Sea. We had him on. He made a DVD with Prophecy Club. You can order the DVD, or you can go to watchprophecyclub.com and watch it immediately. If you have a $20 a month subscription, you can go watch it right now. And let's go on here. Mary Jean was not scheduled to speak and minister, but we had ministered together at the Perfect Touch Women's Conference, and I asked her to minister with me. We ministered to many people. While we were ministering, Mary Jean got a call from Hayseed. This is important. He said, Mary Jean, you need to get home. War is about to break out here in Israel. She came over to me and told me what Hayseed had said and then left to go home. That night after the meeting, I saw myself sleeping. I had a dream within a dream. I saw a news report on television that announced that Israel had given the Palestinians a state. I heard the Lord say, you must tell everyone that oil is going to come forth soon and it will cause the Jewish people to fight back for their land. Then I heard the Lord say, let Baltimore know. Now, we still do not know what let Baltimore knows, so I will just let Baltimore know. (laughs) We will will move on with the, the dream. We met a man that was in high position, having both power and knowledge concerning what was truly going on in Israel. As I began to tell this man my dream, he said, for some reason we're to tell Baltimore, and I asked him, Why Baltimore? He said, because there's a lot of Jewish people who live in Baltimore. I said to him, Stan and I will be in Baltimore in a couple of months to do a crusade. Again, this was back in 2002, and we went there and we did the crusade. But to this day, we still don't understand exactly what's going on with Baltimore. Let's go on, though. There were about eight of us that were discussing my dream. We needed to find a place to talk. The man told us to follow him. Everyone was eager to find out more about the dream. We all walked through what appeared to be an airport waiting area. As I walked through, I noticed a lot of Jewish people. I could tell by the way they were talking and visiting. As I passed by one woman, I noticed that she was reading a small newspaper like the Jerusalem Post. I was drawn to what she was saying, and I heard her say with an Israeli accent, Arafat is in the hospital. She didn't say why. However, she was happy to hear he was in the hospital. We made our way through the crowd into a small room used for an office. Inside the small room was a woman. Now, this part is important. Listen carefully. There was a woman already sitting there. She was an older woman, would not get up to let us meet privately. However, as we began to talk and visit, she would say, huh? Huh? We just decided that she couldn't hear very well, so we just let her sit there and went on with our meeting. Now, who's the woman? I'll tell you who the woman is. The woman is the church. Now, Most people listening to prophecy and the things of the future, well, they are the woman. They are the church. I mean, right now, in general, the church doesn't know what time it is. They don't understand how close we are to the end. And sad to say, most of them don't want to know. They just want to live in their fairy tale world and have a good time. Let's go on. We shut the small sliding door behind us. The man we followed into the room said, don't worry about the people outside the waiting room, even if they could hear us. They will not understand, and they will think what we're saying is foolishness anyway. <laughs> True, isn't it? Okay? How many times you approached people about the last days, tried to tell them about the market Beasts or something like that, and they didn't want to hear? We have so much more information than they do, and a deeper understanding of what's really going on, they won't pay us any mind. Once inside this man with high connections in Israel said, All right, Leslie, tell me your dream. So I told him that Israel will give the Palestinians a state, but it will be a temporary arrangement to give the Jews enough time to regroup and get their armed forces prepared. Let me read that part again. That is huge. Write that on the wall. I told him that Israel will give the Palestinians a state, but it will be a temporary arrangement to give the Jews enough time to regroup and get their armed forces prepared. Let's go on. I told him oil will come forth quickly. The discovery of large amounts of oil will make the Jewish people willing to fight for their land. Israel and America will go against most of the rest of the Arab world. It will lead to a major war, almost like the whole world will get involved in this war. It will include many countries. Now, let's pause a second. I told him that Israel will give the Palestinians a state, but it will be a temporary arrangement to give the Jews enough time to regroup and get their armed forces prepared. Well, where are they going to get the money to build up their armed forces? The very next sentence tells us. And I told him oil will come forth quickly. Now, in terms of order, is that not saying that oil in Israel, I'm talking about massive oil in Israel, I'm not talking about a newspaper article that says, oh, yeah, they found oil here, they found oil. I'm talking about actual squirting oil that is actually being carried over to the refinery and being refined and sold. And Israel is depositing a lot of money in their accounts, that kind of oil. In other words, not somebody that says they find it. Can't tell you how many times I've got emails from people. Well, they forwarded me an email from some, uh, or an or article from somebody that said, oh, yeah, well, they found massive amounts of oil in Israel. Yeah, well, it hasn't made it to the refineries yet. <laughs> That's a topic for another day. But is this not saying that massive amounts of oil, enough oil to build up their armed forces, is going to be a precursor to the war? Hmm. I believe so. Now, since I suspect strongly that I will at least be involved in that massive discovery of oil, now, every time I say that, I've got to give you a disclaimer, and that is that I cannot guarantee that we're ever going to get the money, drill for, or hit oil in Israel. But I can tell you that is, that is part of our vision. And matter of fact, I've got a video we just posted up, reposted, actually. Uh, If you download the Prophecy Club app, you can find it on both the audio side as well as the video side. And it's called Prophecies of Oil in Israel. That's about mm, two hours long, I think. And this is where I go through and I show you all of the information about our vision to find oil in Israel. And no, we are not selling securities. We are not offering any stock. And I don't know that we ever will. But nevertheless, back to what we're talking about. In April of 2002, you have to remember Arafat was not allowed outside of his compound. So to prophesy that Arafat would go to the hospital and die there, which was part of the prophecy, uh, which I didn't cover here. Uh, that's a very big, risky thing. Put it on the Internet send it out. All, all of our good supporters out there, yes, uh, Arafat's going to go and die in the hospital. That's the next prophecy. We'll get to that in a second. The older woman in the room is the church that just can't seem to hear about Bible prophecy. The people outside the waiting room who didn't care to understand the significance of what we were saying represents the world. People of the world just don't care to hear this sort of stuff. So the order of events were they were ministering, War would be starting in Israel, something about Tel Baltimore, we still don't know on that, air fat in the hospital, Palestinians will be given a state, oil will be found in Israel, and it'll make the Jews willing to fight for the land, and also someplace in there it also builds up their military. Now let's go on to the next one. January 22 of 06, first one was 02, this is 06, it's called Future Headlines. Says, in the night I heard the audible voice of God speak the words Israel refuses to help America. Then I heard the following headlines in my heart. This was the order in which I heard them, not necessarily the order in which they will happen Israel refuses to help America. Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Catastrophe hits America. One of America's greatest times of need. Israel is attacked. America sends troops. Chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. Then she heard my voice quoting Dimitri Dudeman, the fall of America would start with an internal revolution. She said she saw that Americans became furious. They were mad at the U.S. government, Jews, Muslims, they were mad at everything. Now, that's a lot to cover, so let me summarize what those two dreams are really saying. The first one in '02 says that Arafat would go into the hospital and die there. And that's the reason that one has so much credibility. Because eleven eleven oh four, about two years later, three thirty in the morning, sure enough, Arafat died in the hospital just as she was told. She was also told that Israel will give the Palestinians a state. That's really important, remember that. Palestinian state be temporary to allow Israel to build their military. Oil will be discovered. Oil will make the Jews willing to fight for the land. Israel and America goes against most of the rest of the Arab world. That's probably World War three. Then in 06, she heard the headlines, and now I'm going to say this is the order that I think that they will be fulfilled, but this is, again, just my guess. Omer ushers in Palestinian state, catastrophe hits America, one of America's greatest times of need, Israel refuses help to America, Israel is attacked, America sends troops, chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel, then the fall of America start with an internal revolution. Now, The thing to watch there, my opinion, the first thing that'll happen is probably is when the Palestinians are given a state. Now, the reason that's so important, because here it is, 12-6-19, House approves two-state solution resolution in implicit rebuke of Trump. So all of a sudden, we just took a giant step toward these prophecies coming to pass. Now, you remember, I've already told you this, too. It was June 14th of 2008. I was on the 18-city speaking tour, talking out about oil in Israel and a vision to find oil in Israel. And to those days, we were, were looking for investors. And I remembered after I talked in Amarillo that night, before I went to bed, I prayed, as I, of course, do every night. And I said, Lord, I hope you're pleased with what we're doing, because <laughs> not going so good. Spending $3,500 per city in advertising and not many people showing up, not many people getting saved, so I hope you're pleased. Well, that night he spoke to me. I mean, I heard an audible voice, and it said, Stan, I will give you the money to drill the well in Israel. And I said, the oil well? (laughs) But there was no answer. There's not going to be a conversation, that's all all I'm going to say. But now, what is that? I believe that that's a real big promise that God is going to, at least to some degree, get me involved with the oil in Israel. Now, what do I plan to do with the oil in Israel? It'll get me off of my subject today a little bit. But what I want to do is take that and use that to bring back Christians and Jews from around the world to build the land of unwalled villages. Go read Ezekiel 38, starting at verse 11. You'll see about the land of unwalled villages. Let's go on with where I'm going here. Still talking about Israel. So Saturday night, August the 8th, 2015, Lord, don't have anything to say tomorrow morning for the sermon. What would you like me to say? And for the first time in my life, I heard the audible voice of God awake. And I heard it in the night a lot, but not awake. I mean, I am sitting in this chair, sitting here staring at this monitor, and I heard this is a time of miracles. Then I heard in, in my heart, as the judgment hits, so will my miracles Miracles greater than anyone has ever seen, going all the way back to Adam. And he also said, basically, in somebody, sometimes it's hard to put it in words, what, what the Lord downloads. And he said, to tell my people that as the judgment hits, I am going to be there. I'm never going to leave them nor forsake them. I'm going to meet the devil inch for inch, pound for pound, bullet for bullet, bat for bat, step for step. Everything he does... I'm going to be there. I'm going to meet him, and I will not forsake you or leave you. I will be there to provide and to protect. Then about a week later, October 3rd, 2015, I heard the same audible voice say, these are the days of Elijah, meaning the great end time battle between good and evil has begun, meaning that the tribulation is the culmination of that. But what he was saying is the battle between light and darkness, Good and evil has already begun. Then, a couple of weeks later, October 18, 2015, I heard, these are the days of Ezekiel. Well, what's that? Well, that's the global gathering of Jews and Christians back to Israel, is soon to begin. Now, yes, there's been a little trickle, but nothing compared to what's going to happen. We're talking about, the Bible says, I looked it up, by the way, Ezekiel 39, 28, says, and I will leave none of them there, meaning every Jew, every Jew, all of them will all go home and most of the Christians. Then November 1, 2015, I heard in my heart, the Song of Moses is not a song. Well, I knew that, but I got up and I did some research. And this is the summarized version of the Song of Moses. Again, today we're talking about Israel and prophecy. And the Song of Moses essentially says, now you have to understand the Song of Moses was given to Moses on his 120th birthday. This was his last prophecy to the nation of Israel, and then he died. So it's pretty important. And essentially it says, in the latter years, God will speak. It explained why God judged Israel and says that God will scatter Israel. God will remember, find, gather, and bless Israel. That's about to happen. God will use crude oil to raise Israel to be the glory of all lands that means the wealthiest land on earth, near the day of the Lord, many will turn to the rock, that's Jesus, Jesus will return to judge, Jesus will destroy Israel's enemies, in other words, at Armageddon. Now let's jump to Psalm 83. Maurice Glar, November 26, 2016. I heard the audible voice shouting like a lion and a terrible sound like thunder say, I will have this no longer. Now I will rise up and judge Esau for his eternal hatred of my people and my land. My holy fire, that's the morning star, my holy fire will burn them, and they and their land shall perish by fire forever. And never rise again, the time has come to deliver my people Israel. As they have set fires in Zion, so shall I send my fire, again that's the morning star, my fire upon you that shall never be quenched, I am the Lord of hosts, and I have spoken it. Psalm 83 is upon you now. Well, Psalm 83 is Armageddon. Matter of fact, after church, one of the congregation members asked me about that, so we just did a little recent Bible study where I showed him, yeah, I know there's a guy out there going around who's written a book saying, oh, Psalm 83 can take place at any... It can't either. No, no. See, our today (laughs) is not God's today. So when he says, I will have this no longer... That doesn't mean today, this month, this year, and probably not even within five or ten years, my guess. But in terms of God's time, that is a tick of the clock. That's nothing. So Psalm 83 is not a part of World War 3 I'll say it again. Psalm 83 is not a part of the next war. Psalm 83, I just showed it to the guy again today. We opened our Bibles. I showed there was four or five congregation members gathered around. I showed them Psalm 83. Is actually associated with Armageddon, which is associated with Revelation 16, Revelation 19. It's all the day of the Lord, which is one day. Ezekiel 17, 14, in the evening tide they are, and the morning tide, morning by morning they are not. Meaning, the day of the Lord is just that, is one evening and one morning. It is not a year, it is not a month. It is, one matter of fact, less than 24 hours. This comes to us from Terry Bennett. It's called The Bennett-Trump Prophecy. He says, five or six years ago, I had an experience. The Lord and Satan were sitting at a card table. They were playing a card game. Satan had the perfect hand. It was a royal flush. It was unbeatable. He was going to play out his hand in our nation. The Lord, he was looking for a small card, was kicking back in his chair relaxed. His right hand and arm cradled on the card table. His other arm was over the back of the chair. Satan was really gleeful. He was all excited about his hand and what he was going to do to this nation. Right before he began to play his hand, he felt like he was going to get the first to go. On the right hand, the Lord was on the table, and the Lord put up his index finger and said, one moment. Out of nowhere, a card appeared in the hand, the right hand of the Lord. He slapped it down on the table, and it was a trump card, and he trumped the entire hand. He leaned across the table with a big smile on his face and said to the devil, deal with it. And that's how it ended. Hmm. Hmm. My opinion, my understanding, that Trump card, that was Donald Trump. You see, Hillary had it all planned. Obama had it all planned. She was going to be the next president. Then all of a sudden, God trumped it. January 2016. This comes to us from Pastor Massey. something similar. I had a dream that I met Mr. Donald Trump. He was very disappointed because he was treated very unfairly. Oh, yeah. Well, you think (laughs) just a little bit. I prayed with him and encouraged him not to worry. The Lord began showing me that all this, though this man's heart was not too much of a Christian, he is God's man chosen for this hour to bring America around. The Lord impressed upon me to be praying for him because of many people, even from his own party, hate him so much that they would do anything in order to stop him. They would even go so so far as to remove him from the living. He is like King Cyrus. As he was helping the Israelites to build the temple, God showed me that Donald Trump is the man that God has chosen to help America, especially the Christians, and, listen to this, to delay the judgment, which God is going to bring by allowing the other nations of Russia and the Orient to attack the United States. Great need for sincere prayer for our nation. So we must humble ourselves, repent of our sins, and ask God to forgive us. Now, I'm running out of time. Let's jump to August 10th, 2016. Sundar Salvaraj. Suddenly, I was caught up in the spirit, and I found my soul standing before the council, the very council where I'd always used to go, and I saw Father Abraham. I was standing beside him. I was very surprised to see Donald Trump come. He stood in front of the room. This is what I was told. Trump will become president. He will be used to clean and purify the nation. As hard as he is, he has been prepared, for this is as Cyrus was used to discipline Israel and then to restore Israel. Likewise, Trump will be used in the United States. He will be used to curb violence. He will be God's mouth and hand for this nation. Really? Well, what did Trump just say? He says, I think in light of all the things going on, and you know what I mean by that, the fake news, the comings of the world, and all the bad things that went on, it's called a swamp. And you know what happened? And you know what I did? A big favor. I caught the swamp. I caught them all. Let's see what happens. Nobody else could have done it but me. I caught all this corruption that was going on, and nobody else could have done it. I'm telling you that the count right now, and this is not the latest count, we're expecting an update to this count any day, This was last month's count, 134,570 sealed indictments. Now, it's not exactly one indictment per one person. Sometimes one indictment arrests nine people. Sometimes it takes four or five indictments to arrest one person. But my guess is it's probably over 100,000 people. And you can bet Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton and some of their cronies are at the top of the roundup list. And as I've said, it's not going to be a show trial like O.J. Simpson. This can be military tribunals. They're going to be secreted off into the night down to the Atoll Islands, the Good Diego Garcia or Gitmo Prison Islands, and they will go through a military tribunal. And when the gavel comes down, it'll be judgment. And I will be jumping and hooting and hollering. But you better understand it's also probably going to be the start of the internal revolution. So we better be praying for our president, brothers and sisters, We better be praying for our president. God has called this ministry to win thousands upon thousands, to build an end-time army of prophecy teachers working miracles. If you love Prophecy Club, you are a watchman. Thus, you are called to be part of this end-time army, and you should be at this crusade. I will teach through my two prophecy charts, talk on Miss the Mark, lay hands on, and anoint you with four milliliters of Revelation oil for you to receive the same Revelation spirit I received when I memorized the book of Revelation. Revelation. "'Leslie will teach on her school of the prophets, "'lay hands on you, and anoint you with her prophetic oil "'to receive the prophetic anointing "'to hear the voice of God more clearly. "'Registration fee $300. "'Do not doubt whether God has called you "'to be at this crusade. "'Be like Caleb and believe God "'to provide the funds and the days off to attend. "'If you love Prophecy Club, "'that is your confirmation to come. "'The Holy Spirit gave you that desire. "'Pray, and God will provide the ways and the means.' This is a supernatural meeting to prepare you to walk supernaturally in the supernatural days of tribulation, so use your supernatural faith to come. April 8-12, 2020, at the Hyatt Regency in Richardson, Texas. That's in the DFW area. Go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com and register. sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com The registration fee increases the closer we get to the crusade. Back in 2017, God helped me to memorize the book of Revelation. God showed me that the word first fruits is actually a secret door linking the Feast of Leviticus to the prophecies of Revelation, allowing the end time events to be placed in chronological order as never before. One prophetic word said it this way, there is a lock that I have put over a word in the book of Revelation that I'm going to open unto you. It will turn many books written on the end time into obsolete books. That's this book. For the first time, you will understand that on first fruits, Jesus, the Lamb, returns to Mount Zion with 144,000 one-year-old Jews. On Pentecost, the wheat, who are ready, go to the marriage supper of the Lamb with the barley. The Father promotes Jesus at the marriage supper from Lamb to Lion, from Prince to King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Jesus receives many crowns of extra dipped in his own sacrifice blood and a white horse. The barley and wheat receive a wedding garment and a white horse to return on trumpets about four months later. This is the day of the Lord. Jesus, the judge, uses the morning star lightning sword to burn the tares. This is the judgment seat of Christ. All in Jesus report here and receive their just rewards. On atonement, Jesus is the judge at the great white throne. For those not in Jesus, the dead are judged based upon their works written in the books. Whosoever is not found written in the book is cast into the lake of fire, which is the second death. On tabernacles, the new Jerusalem comes down from God out of heaven, all explained in the secret door to understand Bible prophecy. One for 20, don't do that. Five for 30, 10 for 55, or a case of 60 for $250 at prophecyclub.com. One for 20, five for 30, ten for 55. Prophecyclub.com gives you extras to give away to your friends. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers and thank you for your gifts of support. God bless. You can now watch 160 Prophecy Club recordings without interruption. The introductory rate $20, recurring monthly subscription. A one year subscription is a gift of $200. You get the first three days free just to check it out. Watch Prophecyclub.com. The easiest way to listen and watch Prophecy Club YouTube videos is to download our free app from the App Store. This is not to be confused with WatchProphecyClub.com where you can watch 26 years and over 300 DVDs for a subscription of $20 a month or $200 a year.